Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. In it. I'm in it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Y'all ready to start it off? Let's go. Yeah. All right. Let's have uh, let's have uh, uh, Teo bring us in. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Hey, this is so like, like I'm gonna tell you like, <laughs> I'm like, like this. That's gonna get edited. Yeah. So we gonna edit this whole thing, bro. So everything you. after oh, this so next point, <laughs> we gonna clean it up. Bro. <laughs> All right, hey everybody, I like to introduce y'all to the first official uh, division podcast. Um, I'm your host with the most, Frank the Third, aka Big Moose. Um, I'm gonna let everybody else introduce themselves. Uh, next person up, we got my boy Cal. Go ahead, introduce yourself, Cal. Hey, what's good, y'all? I'm Cal, uh, producer, marketer, pretty much do whatever need to be done. So good to be with y'all today. Sir, hey, what's up? Got- I'm JB Roy, artist, musician, whatever you need. I'm Trey. I'm an artist. Rapper, you know, I think I got the best bars up in this thing, no, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm Trey though. I'm your uh, artist, producer, artist. Yes, sir. All right, and then what about my, we got my guy DJ Tao in the background? Tell us a little bit about yourself, DJ Tao. What's up, y'all? DJ Tao, or formerly known as Mateo. Uh, I'm a DJ, entrepreneur. And current student at Weaver State University. Yes, sir. And then we got my boy D Black here. D Black, go ahead and tell everybody about yourself. Hey, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. I'm D Black. I'm the technician of the group. Whatever they have problems with, I come in and. Uh, <laughs> hey, this nigga's wrecking Ralph. <laughs> All right. Hey. <laughs> we also got we also got sis in here. We got Mars. Go ahead, Mars. Introduce yourself. Uh, what's up, y'all? I'm Mars Roots. Um, I'm y'all fixer. I'm the one that comes around to make sure the, everyone's in the right place. Got y'all. Everyone's got their stuff. I'm here to make everyone look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we also I also want to introduce our guest for the day, uh, my guy Matt Dablin. Um, so Matt, me and D Black met uh, Matt from work. You know, he's a good friend of ours. Um, I feel like it'll be great to have him in today too because it's gonna show uh, it'll show both sides of the spectrum. You know, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's get it started today, man. So DJ DJ Tell, you can go ahead and cut that music one time. So we had, uh, we had a couple of different topics that we want to touch on today. Um, my boy D. Black did the honors of, you know, coming up with most of them. Uh, so, I mean, I think the first one we should go ahead and start talking about um, is Black America. So, D. Black, if you want to go ahead and start us off on that, you know, what your, what your thoughts are and everything on Black America, you know, why you thought to uh, bring up that topic. So, go ahead, jump us off. Um, I don't I just really thought is we we uh we look at the state of Black America that we're in right now because right now we're in a pivotal point, um not just for Black America but for everybody. And the reason why I say Black America is because uh Black people lead America. Our culture is the number one 
uh, infiltrated culture. Um, our people is the number one targets. So the reason why I say Black America is just to bring awareness to all of us and what state are we in and what can we do that's happening that's destructing us and what can we do that 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 can propel us to the next level. So uh, with all these killings going on, uh, I just feel like right now we're in a state of uh, destruction uh, because it's going to take so after, let, let's give it a background. So after like lava, after you have an explosion of lava, I know this is wild, but after you have lava, things grow after lava. The molten, everything's harder and then you have plants that come out of lava. So I feel like the, the, the state of destruction that we're in right now is very essential because we can only grow from here. We can only yeah. get better. Because right now Facts. we're at our lowest point. Right. Yep. Anybody else who, who, who want to touch on that uh, topic next? I'll go ahead and go. I, 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 think, I think that it's crazy that we even, like, having that conversation, like, Black America. Like, we shouldn't even have to look at it as Black America. Like, America should be America. Like, everything should be equal. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what is Black America? Like, America should be America. Like, everybody comes here for a better opportunity. You know, and they, I feel like people, uh, they want to talk about how things have changed. Um, I mean, like, we have we have uh, relatives that were slaves, you know, uh, not too long ago. Like, some of our, our great-grandparents and things like that, um, or great-great-grandparents. We all have family members that were slaves and stuff like that. I think, like, black, black America shouldn't even be a topic. America should be American. Like, we should all be equal. But, obviously, I don't think that's the case, just to be, just to keep it a stack. I don't think... I don't think America is 100% equal. That's how, that's how I feel about America. <laughs> I, yeah. I agree with that to an, to an extent, but I think it's worth the point because we've been messed with for such a long time. Like, I mean, D Black's got a lot, a lot, a lot of information on where we came from. Like, so mm -hmm. although we're looking at specifically at America right now, this is an entire, it's a global thing. Like we yeah. have people that are protesting in England, that are protesting in Paris, that are protesting all over the world right now because we're seeing inequality not only in the US, but all over the world. And it's crazy that we've opened this can of worms, but, and I, like I've, cause I, I should have mentioned it earlier. So I model as well. I haven't modeled in two months-ish and mm -hmm. this stuff hit last week. I worked four jobs this week and made bank because people are capitalizing on the fact that like they, they don't have black models. We need, it, it, it's just such a bigger picture. And I think that we're touching the, the top of it by opening this can of worms, but by getting people more work, by doing more things, it's gonna get dig deeper and deeper and deeper until we can see that this didn't start in America. This didn't start here. This started yeah. in Africa where we got things taken away from us. Right. Culture, you know, everything like religion, everything got taken. Right. You know, I feel I feel like just from the jump, the foundation of everything was just built bad. You know what I'm saying? Like us coming in the slave trade and all that stuff. So that's why until we until we make you know provisions on the on the on the foundation or start or start trying to fix the foundation, we'll never get it'll never get better to me. Yeah. I mean, it's sad. It's sad to hear you say that because I mean, we are like I'm an optimistic person, and I definitely want to see it get better. But 
I mean, I'm, I'm almost with you on that. It feels like it's been so long, so it's just like, man, is it ever going to change? So yeah, I can't really argue with you too much on that. All we can do is just keep protesting and, you know what I'm saying, hoping for change, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel, I, I feel we we've been working we we've been working against like so so many people that's 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 working against us for so right. long. You know what I mean? And I I feel like you know it's just it's just so much that that we need to do um, in our own community communities. We need to help our we we basically need to help ourselves. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, we got to take responsibility for all the stuff that that's happened and stuff that we that we've done in our own communities we got to build our own our own you know take care of ourselves for sure Facts. great um Frank, what, was, what was that <laughs> who said <laughs> that <Dick? laughs> hey i want to hear saying, and that oh go ahead go ahead go, go ahead no no i was just gonna recap for d black what i said yeah, I was just saying that we, we just need to take responsibility. You know what I mean? I, I think it's it's a lot of it's a lot of finger pointing going on right now, which Absolutely. is cool. And like I agree with the protests, you know what I mean? As long as it's peaceful and you yeah. know, people people doing what they need to do. Like I'm not all mm-hmm. for that. But we definitely at the same time we need to take responsibility. You know what I mean? Because a lot of this stuff we let happen. This this been going on for decades and decades, man. A lot, a lot of this, yeah, a lot of this has been going on so long, and we we allow a lot of it to happen, and now it's just out of control. You know what I'm saying? So now it's time to take it back, take up, take back our communities. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you, Cal. The first thing to do is take responsibility. As people, as a society, as black people, is take responsibility of how we let the system control us for so long. Yeah, facts, facts. I want to hear, Matt, what you think? I know, like, you got a different perspective on this, but, you know, you grew up, like, you grew up just like most of us, man. Like, you grew up in, uh, you know, neighborhoods where there's a lot of minorities. You got a lot of black friends. I mean, in corporate America, you look that different too. Like you walking around with dreads and tattoos. So I, I want to hear what your perspective is, man. Uh, so first off, I, I just wanted to to say thank you for allowing me to be a part of the conversation today. Um, and I only want to speak. I, I don't want to kind of draw those parallel lines and, and similarities here because I don't want to detract away from the issue. Um, yeah. Although I think that there is a lot to, to be said about um, classism and, and how that affects America as well, but that just kind of detracts from, from what's going on currently. Um, so I just want to speak kind of from white America's perspective on it. Um, and, and what I see as far as the, the thoughts and feelings towards black America right now, and I see kind of two opposite sides of it. Uh, the first side I see is, is the side that where white America has forever idolized black culture and been truly touched and moved by black culture, not necessarily just on an entertainment level, but really identified and connected with. And um, especially where you do have people where there are, you know, some of those similarities with upbringing and class. Um, But at this point, the the individual strands and fibers that that compose black America are, are now woven so deeply into the tapestry of America itself. And I think that you're starting to see a lot of white people recognize that and recognize mm-hmm. that 
from the way we speak to the food we eat to music, fashion, sports, to every aspect of American culture is been heavily influenced, um, it, to, to put it lightly, uh, by black culture. And so I think that you're, you're seeing people that are recognizing that and, and they're willing to not only recognize now, but actually stand up and fight for um, you know, what they see as American culture and, and the ideals that have been envisioned for so long, but have never been really able to be accomplished. Um, the other side is, is, is a white fragility, uh, um, you know, where, where people are afraid on, on so many different aspects, not just of, of people that are different, but also tying back into where a lot of white people are so passionate because of American culture being affected. There's an equal, hopefully not an equal amount, but, but there's a large portion that is trying to fight against that change or trying to not want to accept the influence and, and feeling like they're potentially losing a piece of their culture. But then when, as, as a white person, when you have those conversations with other white people about what culture they're losing, it becomes hard, hard to quantify for them. So for me, it's more, I think either a, the, the large group of people that you're seeing out in support of Black Lives Matter um, that are, are, are realizing how, how deeply Black culture is woven into the tapestry of America, and then the other people that are, are really afraid that that is a fact. So, nice. To touch point on that, I think uh, I totally agree with you on that because I see my friends, I see white people going hard at these protests, spitting in cops' face, Telling yeah. uh, telling uh yeah. telling cops that they need to be you know I see I see them going hard right. for us and I really truly appreciate that because I love that, it, yeah. that we're becoming one. That's why I said like mm-hmm. from we're at the bottom right now, all of us, white people, Mexican, and the only thing we can do right now is unify and grow. And mm-hmm. I think we need to realize the delusion of white supremacy. White supremacy is an illusion. And I think once we can unveil that, we'll be able to work together. And I feel like uh, right now in white America, the reason why we have so many killings, the reason why they're doing this is because they still feel like they need to put us in check. Back in the day when we were slaves, they would hang us and hang us in front of other slaves so we wouldn't get out of line. Mm -hmm. Police killings are the same exact thing. They're basically the same exact thing. Hey, you niggas don't get out of line. It's to pump pump fear, pretty much. Right. And we're seeing that again, too. There was two men that have been lynched in the past week and a half, uh, uh, two miles away from City Hall, and they want to blame it on suicide. Like, no, we have have people that are putting us under trees to scare us, to tell us to stop doing what we're doing. Which is crazy, man. So but, all that's going to do is just turn this up. Turn, exactly. Bring it together more. So it's like, and we got to hey, we just want, hey, we just want, we, we just want uh, equality, bro. If we don't get that, we, we should just seek revenge. We don't want to do that shit. Yeah. Absolutely. I think there's fear within that as well. Should be get reparations, though. That's the thing. For real. Should we get reparations? But that's, that's not yeah. gonna happen, bro. No, that's not definitely. Not. Yeah, I, I'm a big advocate in that. I can't lie. I'm a huge advocate in that. I'm not saying because, I'm not saying we gonna get it, but I'm saying that's what we need, though. Oh yeah, Let me hear you say, like you said, you say you're you're a huge advocate of that of reparations. So yeah, you know, learning my roots is very important to me, and learning that I had you know a significant amount amount of native in me. Um, yeah. 
really made me push to like really find out my roots and where I came from. And to go to Weber to get a scholarship, I had to prove I was Native American to be uh, to be honest. And you know, I got a good scholarship within that. And you know, in that process, I realized that you know Native Americans um, actually got reparations as well. Uh, mm-hmm. It was it wasn't anywhere near what they wanted, but mm-hmm. I mean, as I learned history, I learned the history of Native Americans and uh, of Black people as a whole. I'm like, wait, like, you know, black people never had it good. And they pretty much wiped out a, a huge amount of Native Americans out here. So it's kind of easier oh, to make reparations. But I mean, they could definitely figure something out because I think accountability and just responsibility for what happened in the past is very important mm-hmm. as well. Just, just to make amends, like it's been repeated in history before with the Nazi Germany and with South Africa as well, you know, once, once the government took it, uh, you know, took accountability, like it, it like, it had a process to move forward. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge advocate on that, to be honest. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm also an advocate for reparations. I'm more curious about, cause I think people talk about a lot of things a lot of the time, but they don't talk about what that looks like to them. So I'm just curious, like as black Americans, what does that look like to you? What, what would be acceptable to kind of start to move that process forward? That's a good question. Cause that's, I, I, I mean, I got the same question. Like, cause I saw, I was listening to little baby. I think it was a little baby. It was somebody talking about it like 350,000 or something like that for a person. Like, yeah, I mean like money is money. Like, but is that is that shit really going to help everything? Like, just because we get paid out? I mean, yeah, money helps a lot of people. I mean, shit, yeah. Look what, look what niggas did with their stimulus check. Do you still have it? <laughs> I mean, no, that was on you. <laughs> 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 that's one money. That stimulus check, one money rent. point is, we got the stimulus check and we spent it. Nobody saved it. Nobody put it black in black communities. Nobody bought black businesses. So if we do get reparations, are we going to use them correctly to have to have wealth and for generational wealth? Are we just going to use it just for a little bit? You know what I I'm feel saying? like some people going to use it. I feel like some people going to use it for the right reasons, and there's going to be some people that's not going. They're going to trick you. Well, yeah, they, no that's, that's for any race though. That's it. That's, that's just how, any race. That's, that's how yep, life is. Any race. Yep, yep, yep. That's how I like it. Individuals. Yeah, Depends on individuals. Everybody ain't going to be on the same page. Yeah. Sure. yeah. That's the problem. We need everybody on the same page. Because we yeah, have to. In, rea- in reality, it's I not feel like, like, like right. Just like everybody ain't going to not be racist. In reality, they, they it's still going to be racist people out there. The choice. Yeah, regardless, it's still going to yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be think, I think what's going to like probably be easier than money is probably be like, um, for existing like homeowners and stuff, like uh, refinancing, the, uh, zero interest mortgage, uh, mortgage and all that, um, like no down deposits, you know, on specific things, uh, student yeah. forgiveness. Um, I think student forgiveness could be a real good one as well. I think that sure. opens the door again too. That one. like we need. I think that that says that we need more financial literacy though. I think that means like exactly. in school, while we're right. if we were to provide reparation. We need the knowledge provided to us so we can invest that money. So we can make these make these choices to build different wealth. We don't have, I mean, you guys, we have a, it's an elective class to take financial lit in high school. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be. be. It should it not be. be. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't, it, it, it's, 
that that's I feel like that opens up that discussion as well. So as much as we're going to give us money, how are we going to make sure everyone does the right thing with it? Hey, but just to touch on that, Morris, one, one thing I feel like is crazy about what you said, I, I totally agree with everything you said, but in my high school, like the schools I grew up in and went to, bro, we were not taught any of that shit. We were no. not taught any of that shit. But out here, I was talking out here in Utah for a little bit, and uh, one of my college teammates, that was the class that he taught. And I was like, damn, like, in school, I feel like everybody should be taught that. I'm not just talking about black kids. I'm talking about every kid should be taught that shit. Like, I feel like that's going to mean a lot more than, you know, certain subjects. Like, you need to be taught about mortgages, you know, how to save money. You know what I mean? Uh, mutual funds, everything. Like, you should, that's you should why be that's that why Marshawn was talking about everybody like to laugh at him in the interviews and stuff. But what he was really saying is like, save your chicken. Save and your chicken. And I feel like that should be, like you said, classes should be either in, in high school or college to where it's kind of like, especially towards, you know, our, you know, our kind, these young back athletes, they get money and you see some of them not have money no more. Or they want to go spend it on this. I feel like it should be someone or something to help us to, okay, because at the end of the day, you're not getting all the money. Say you got $100 million, most of that is going to taxes. You got Exactly. So I feel like, yeah, when we young, it's a big number. We looking at it like, oh, this is what I'm making. I'm, I'm not used to this. I've never seen this much money in my life. But at the same time, it can all, it can all go like that. That's all I'm saying. Right. And we need to be smarter as a whole. Because mm -hmm. if, if we get our money up, as in, you feel me, the black people, and we can, you feel me, have our money against, you know, day money, we can actually start talking to actually for real. Because they got the power. Because right. they always going to have the money. Facts. And we're gonna we gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that a little bit more here soon. Uh, -uh. uh our next topic I wanna talk about is COVID nineteen. But before, you know, I move on to uh COVID nineteen, um, I, I wanna briefly touch on the Breonna Taylor situation. Um, everybody know about Breonna Taylor, right? Everybody pretty much know that situation. Yeah. 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 Anybody care to like break that down really quickly? Just break down, like kinda just give everybody a brief overview of what happened. Anybody know enough about it, Calvin? Uh, D Black, anybody? No, I'm waiting for y'all. I know. Go ahead, D Black. Break it down for us. So basically, Brianna, she got killed because they walked into her home unlawfully without a warrant and suspected mm -hmm. that she was the crook, and they shot her dead. Yep. That's the basic synopsis of it. And what 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 ethnicity is uh, Brianna Taylor? Black. Exactly. And uh, so I guess since all this has happened, uh, so some change has happened since that situation. I just learned So let me, morning. let me, sorry, excuse oh, go me. Ahead. Let, go me ahead. let me go add ahead, into Mark. this situation. So not only did they shoot into uh, her household, they shot into her household, bullets went through the walls into her neighbor's houses. No one else was injured, but her boyfriend stood up and shot back at the police. When he shot back at the police, they ended up arresting him and he went to jail for shooting back at the police. He's been released yeah. since. But it had to go through. It had to go through the process of getting him released. Although he was shooting in defense, and, on to, and then to add even more into it, within the past week and a half, we have so everyone started uh, protesting. We had all the protests. We had people singing, uh, singing "Happy Birthday" to Brianna, and I think that was beautiful. And so we we changed a few things by. Uh, I don't. Did they? Did they do? I don't think they did an arrest. They passed. No. So they. That's they haven't done an arrest. They passed a law. 
Yeah, the no, it's, mm-hmm. it's called like the no knock. I think it's like the no knock deal or something no like knock. that. Uh-huh. So, yeah. so the police are, even if you have a warrant, like you're required to knock on the door. You can't just bust in anymore, which is a, which is a good thing. I think that's a start. You know what I mean? But the fact that that the, the cops who did this shit, like there has been no consequences yet, I definitely think that's unacceptable. Because so now you're telling me that, so if this happens next time, then the next cops are going to be in trouble. You know what I mean? But what about the ones who we put this bill in for? Like coming. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. You know what I mean? No consequences and been paid yet. Got it. And this happened in Louisville, correct? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Is that where it was? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They also admitted that they blindly fired the 20 shots in into the apartment building, which I thought was an interesting term. The fact that that they used the word blindly, that they were <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of that has to do with the kind of neighborhood that they're in and, and just feeling the ability to, to be able to be wanton with any human life um, because of the racial demographics and makeup of the community. And, and that's just unfortunate. Nice. And then like, so supposedly like the guy who they were actually looking for it was arrested before they busted in uh, Breonna Taylor's house. Uh, supposedly they busted in his house, I mean her house, because they knew that like right. her boyfriend, supposedly her boyfriend was a drug dealer of some sort. But if you got the guy you're looking for, why are you busting in another house looking for somebody else who supposedly sells drugs? I don't know if he did or not, but you got your guy. Why are you, why are you busting in somebody else's house? Mm-hmm. I don't, I just personally don't understand that. They used false information to even get the original warrant anyway. They said they had received information from the postmaster general that there was a series of suspicious packages that were going to the residents. Um, On further investigation, uh, they had inquired and were told, no, absolutely not. There is no suspicious packages and lied in order to obtain the warrant to begin with. Um, So just another example of police misconduct and, and bending the rules whenever it's convenient for that side of society. Yeah, that's some, that's some bullshit. <laughs> um, hey, so, all right, I want to move on to the next topic real quick. D-Black, you also brought up COVID-19. Excuse my language, but what the fuck? Like, this shit has basically put the whole world on stop. Like, I, I'm, I just turned 30. Like, my whole 30 years of life, the world has never been on stop. Like, what do y'all think about COVID nineteen? New world order. I think. Uh, Go ahead. <clears throat> I think some of this shit, some bullshit. <laughs> and that's the realest, like the realest way I can say it, bro. Yeah. For real. I think some of this, some of it is is like okay, but then some of it is like okay, they just trying to control y'all, bro. They trying to just really scare y'all. I'm with, you. I'm, with you on, hey. I'm, I'm with you on some of that. I, I don't think it's crazy. Hey. I don't think it's crazy. It'll be real. It'll be real, though. Uh, for me, at least, when I figured it out, I had a close relative that had COVID, and they, I called them on the phone. They were telling me exactly what they went through, and they said it, it felt like almost death. Like, they never had a sickness like that before. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it does make sense how they want to keep us in. Um, all the restrictions did make sense at the time because it was of the unknown of how you got it, you know, the cure and everything. I mean, and I mean, everything was lifted after the white people pro- uh, protested about it. So <laughs> to me, once the white people protested, they got their way. Um, I, I know some people that have died is. from COVID-19, for sure. Exactly. So yeah, I think so, so, definitely not a joke. So, 
And it's, it's it's different to hear from somebody who actually knows somebody who's had it. Like Tayo, like you mm-hmm. like you said, you got a family member who who's had it. Um, JB from Louisiana, like y'all got the highest reported cases besides New right. York and New Jersey. But um, yeah. I definitely I feel like COVID nineteen is, is is probably real. It's probably real. But I don't think it's as severe as they're trying to report. For instance, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but uh, there was, I'm not going to say what department it was, but there was uh, a department um, that had reported three deaths that week. Uh, the, the deaths had nothing to do with any sicknesses. All right. Um, they were called and told to report the sicknesses as COVID-19. Because I don't know if y'all Bro, know. Not, I know but, that. I heard that. No, that's fact. When, when this is when this is reported, you know, uh, certain associations get paid. They get thirteen thousand dollars for um, for 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 it being reported as a death of COVID nineteen. Um, and then if you get put on a ventilator, I want to say it's like thirty nine k. So that's crazy. That's, right there, that just tells me that it's a lot of corruption. You know, money has a lot to do with oh. these things. I'm, so. I'm not trying to downplay COVID nineteen because I think there are some people who have it. But I don't think it's as vicious and as contagious as they try to make it seem. That's just that's just my that's just my aspect. I mean, I could be totally wrong, but that's my point of view. And I was so, thinking about the same thing with the NBA players at first. It was like, how do you know you got COVID? What's the signs? Like, how do I know it's real? Uh, like, what do I need to do? How did they know they had COVID? They didn't even have no yeah. symptoms of it. So it's kind of like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, like, Exactly. I'm oh. sure it's disease out there, you know, bacteria and shit, stuff all like that, like the flu, Ebola, you know, it's going to come, it's going to repeat let me itself touch on, every time. Let me touch on what you just said, Trey. Let me touch on what you yeah. just said, because you just brought up a point, bro. So, yeah. as y'all notice, sports and music has the biggest, you know, the biggest influence on our world, bro. COVID-19 was out. Nobody took it serious until we heard Rudy Gobert. Donovan Mitchell Rudy Gobert. Gobert had it. Yeah. Put everything on stop. Once you hear somebody famous, or, then we start hearing people like, uh, was it not Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks. No, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah. Super celebrities, Idris Elba. Oh, they, yeah. they supposedly all had uh, COVID-19. But like, they still alive. so they got cured? They got cured that's, from it? That's what I'm saying. They had to. following up from that. Nah, I seen yeah, Tom healed. Hanks report that he's covered. You know what I mean? So. Like, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, nobody I'm not famous died. Yeah. Nobody if, famous if a famous person would have died from it, then I know it's really because money to cure. Because they got money to get it. That's why Magic Johnson still living. It's the, he got money to cure. Hell yeah. I was just going to say yeah. that. Just going to touch on Magic. <laughs> <laughs> money, that's the cure right there. Hell you know? yeah. And you, you know what else is crazy? Uh, like, we all know Trump is crazy as hell, right? We know that. We know Trump is crazy. Sometimes yeah. he says some shit that makes sense. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if this makes sense, but he did say a while back that uh, this is a hoax. Who knows how true that is? You know what I mean? But like, why would you say that? Like, you're our leader. Like, exactly. you would you would expect the leader to be like, everybody needs to take this serious. But with him saying this is a hoax, like, what? How are we supposed to take that? Mm-hmm. How are we? There's a lot of people listening to him too. So, what you um, say, Taylor? No, I said there's a lot of people that listen to him and, you know, really go off what he says. And I yeah, think the way yeah. his leadership in the whole situation was terrible because he was pointing fingers, you know, he never mm-hmm. took accountability. And, like, from the jump, he said he called it a hoax and he tried to play it off. 
really until it got bad enough for everything to close down. So I think his leadership in the whole, you know, COVID situation made everything way worse. And he could have handled it way better. And that, it kind of messed up his next presidency as well. I mean, I definitely think there was a whole because oh, if, yeah. you look yeah, all, yeah. if you look on Lysol wipes, they have COVID-19 effective on them. They already had it on there, and, on the bottom. And the, and the disinfectant spray. Thank yeah, you. None, of this, none of this shit new, bro. It's just different strains. Well, yeah, it's a different strain, yeah. yeah it's 19. Yeah. It's 19th word. Yeah. So what I heard was there was a lady in China, like Trump said, China. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> dude is a clown. He's a clown. Let's just put it, let's put it like that. He's a clown. But what I was told was that there's two different strains, like two different sicknesses that were mixed together to mm-hmm. make the COVID-19. So, like JB said, like it's been around. You know what I mean? This is just a, it's a more, it's a more serious version of it, more mm-hmm. version of it. So I, I do believe that the COVID is, is real, but I think they're definitely using a scare tactic to, uh, you know, to try to, to control us. in or whatever, to control mm-hmm. it pretty much. Mm-hmm. To y'all force more the law. Do y'all think it's the media doing that or you you think it's coming from some some high high level leadership I think high, that's doing that? High, high higher. Higher. You got you to think, bro. The media is owned by three people. All of our all of our media channels are owned by three big companies. So yes, it's definitely the media infiltrating yeah, that the media. Because yeah. just think about so, it. All you see, all you see on the news is all about the corona shit. That's all you see. Number steady rising. Number steady rising. Oh, everybody's rising. Everybody at these protests all together. Oh, number steady rising. Like, man, yeah. <laughs> That's what. I, but that, like yeah. what you just said, what you just said, Ross. Like they say, the numbers are rising. If these numbers are rising every day here in Utah, like, I'm hearing, like, okay, on, three, three, 300, 400. Bro, I don't even know anybody, Ross. It's four, 400 people a day, 300 people a day, 250 people a day. I don't know one person yet who has it, bro. Like, I'm, like, I'm not trying to downplay. I'm just saying, like, where's the legit proof of this? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to still take it serious. But while I'm going to take it serious, I'm still going to, you know, socially keep myself socially distant from you know, big groups of people and stuff like that. Because the thing is, you know, this is all speculation. We don't know how true it is or not. So yeah. I'm definitely yeah, I say fear my- equal control. If you're scared, they can control you. Yeah. But, man, if I got it, if I got it, I'm not telling anybody. Let's be real. Like, don't tell. Just go I'm ahead and steal your crib and, and knock that shit yeah. out. Exactly. But, <laughs> like, you might, you might not even know who has it. You might actually be close to them, too. So, that's well, the that's the thing, though. Like, first they said, Animals can't get it. Then they reported a tiger in the zoo had it. And then, right. hey, hey, D-Black, why you tiger in the zoo get it? Hey, hey, Dave, D-Black, when you say that, Tiger King was the number one watched thing in America at the time. What a exactly. What a exactly, bro. Crazy. Like, come on, bro. But here's come the thing. On, let's, let's, let's go even deeper back. Before COVID-19 start happening, what, start, what, what, what was the number one case in America that everybody was talking about? Jeffrey Weinstein. About how he had Hillary, Hillary Clinton, Obama. Oh, yeah. How we had all these top leaders trafficking little kids, and they were Have doing sex, the sexual prostitutes. Have y'all so, watched the documentary? COVID nineteen yeah, was yeah. just a distraction to get them out of heat. Bro. I agree. I, hey, that might be true, D. All of our that top leaders are, are in that shit. Yeah, so COVID nineteen, they had to do talk. something so drastic where we can control. We we can get back control because they were losing control. Shit was coming out. Hey, and that's where uh, that makes me want to bring up the group Anonymous. Like, uh, Anonymous is putting out all this this stuff right now on what you just talked about, the sex trafficking. You know what I mean? So, 
like, I don't know. If, if y'all haven't watched the Epstein uh, documentary yet on Netflix, y'all need to go watch it. Cause it, it gets creepy. It's some crazy shit. And uh, like I said, the group Anonymous, they're putting everything out there. And I mean, who's to say it's true? But a lot of it makes a lot of sense. And like, uh, yeah. everybody, everybody saying don't vote for Trump right now, which I'm not going to vote. I'm, I'm, I'm probably not. You know what I mean? But I've seen some videos Anonymous posted on Joe Biden. Like, bro, like, he's creepy. I'm just going to keep it a stack. Like, yeah. He's, He's standing here. He's standing here taking pictures with these little girls, like thrusting them, feeling on them. Like these kids are like twelve years old and younger, bro. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Your, the parents that's, that's are right weird. here letting this happen. Weird. weird. So, I definitely believe that it's stuff like it is different stuff like that that's going on that that they don't want us to know about. Oh, yeah, just like sure, from the Patriots. What's the owner from the Patriots? He was over there. Yeah, bro. Uh, Bob Kraft. Yeah, Kraft. doing his sex. Yeah, the whole sex Exactly. Yeah, bro. It's, it's, it's some demonic, satanic shit that's going Just on. Just to jump back in, I'm sorry. I don't. I had to go do baby stuff for a minute. And I don't know what you guys have touched on, but I heard you talk about Anonymous. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know if you guys talked about Did you guys touch on that video that Rock sent us the other day? Man, so I couldn't. I, I didn't even watch it. Like, you could give us a rundown. Like, it's like two hours. About the girls. It was like two hours. It's a long video, but they, he did touch on Anonymous. And. Uh, he talked about in 2013, Anonymous uh, was debunked by the FBI. Uh -huh. And so a lot of the information that he feels, and like, it's a hard with the conspiracy theories, everything goes in and out. Like, you know, like what, what do we choose to believe? But he was talking about the debunking of uh, Anonymous and how now, because it was debunked, the person we're listening to now, the person that claims that they're anonymous and has this information is not who they said they were five years ago or eight years ago. You say you saying somebody different, like somebody trying to infiltrate, like anonymous, or yeah. And I like I I can't remember exactly the points that he used to prove that, but it was something that just interested me. That He's was it, it, like it was crazy how they pulled that out. Yeah. But also talking to Wilson, our videographer, the other day, he talked to us about documentaries and conspiracy theories and things like that, and they also have. A reason like they want they have a bias they have their own agenda yeah. Yeah. they have their, yeah, own, yeah. their own agenda that they're trying to get past you so i think it's just i think it's it's hard to know what we really believe in as well and i think and i think with all this being said the state of black america covid19 when people are confused you don't move because when you're confused you don't know what to do and so right now they have us in a state of confusion we don't mm -hmm. know what to believe. We don't know what's True. real. We don't know who to trust. We can't so even much, go outside. Too much out there. People. Yeah. They're so telling us to there, stay right? six, six feet away from people and not to talk to us. What is that going to do? Yeah. What does that do to Nothing. us? <laughs> Nothing, really. For real. I mean, it puts, every, puts everything on, 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 a, on a hold. On a hey, hold. And puts I, these I'm Karens like, on a different level. <laughs> on <Ontario. Actually, laughs> I, I feel like that's gonna lead us into the next topic too. Like, uh, I do like you also brought up uh, mainstream music, right? And is it played out? Like, what are y'all thoughts on that? What do y'all think about mainstream music right now? Like what? Like as far as what, what you mean? As far as it being played out, like uh, that was a question that you know D put in the uh, in the uh, group chat, and I like my thoughts. I don't think. Uh, I don't think it's played out. I don't think mainstream music is actually played out. You guys may disagree with me, but I just think that right now we're in a weird time right now 
with the COVID. Like, we, we ain't got nobody performing, you know what I mean? Like, uh, people's focus are just somewhere else. Like, people's focus is on, like, the Black Lives Matter movement right now. Like, everybody mm -hmm. just wants to see it change right now. So, you know, a lot of people ain't really putting out music. But one thing I will say, as I'm still, every Friday, I'm still looking forward to the new music because I need something to do, something to listen to. Um, but I feel like mainstream music isn't the main focus right now. I don't think it's dead. I just think that we're in a weird period right now with all the COVID and stuff like that. So I just think we're at a weird period. I feel like once all this is over, uh, I feel like mainstream music will be, it's going to be back to where it was, you know, if it has even really made a big change. What y'all think? I think uh, it's the same thing too, though. Yeah, uh, what's wrong? I, I feel like I feel like once once everything ends, once we able to get back to doing shows and stuff like that, mainstream music, it'll get back to where I feel like right now that that's really what that's really all we do have to look forward to. We can't go to shows and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I've been going back to the old school stuff lately. Since all I this, everybody uh, putting out the new stuff. Dude, I mean, I've been listening to the old school, <laughs> straight up. Exactly. <laughs> That's Absolutely. all we got right now. So when I, I be like on, you know, froze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but what? Like what's everybody said? Like, going on in the world? Oh, it's, all two it's all, it's all, it's all, it's, it's all. It's all Tusi slide. Let's get a TikTok. Let's let's get more distracted rather than let's attack these issues that's happening happening in our world. And music is a, such a powerful tool that I think is being controlled by the higher ups that they don't want us to have protest music. They don't want us to have learning music. And that's why Cal mentioned he went back to listen to the '90s because that's all they fucking had was protest music, revolution music, music to make you think. And so when I mentioned mainstream music is played out, they dumbed it down to a fact. They don't have, we don't have no artist that's standing out and that's really taking the stand and that's really doing it besides Little Baby. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say that. Run the Jewels. That was a great video. Run the Jewels, yeah. I heard, I ain't really listened to, I heard like two songs from Run the Jewels. It's political as hell, and I mean, it's probably what we need to be hearing right now. Nah, that's what it is. It is. Rage like Against the Machines back on the charts again, just because of the fact that it is protest music. Like, exactly. so they're back on the Billboard charts right now, and they ain't put out a new album in forever. Fucking, uh, what, what song right? just came back on the Billboard charts? And it's like ten years old, bro. Some some song just came back on the Billboard chart. I think it was just what he mentioned, Rage Machines. Killing in the name of, I think. Yeah, yeah, bro. And and that's what I mean by mainstream music is played out. Nobody wants mm -hmm. to hear 2C slide double time on another time. Okay. I don't want to get okay, my last foot up. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I got He's in a state of, yep. of progression, bro. I got you. That's what I that's why I wanted to get an understanding of what you meant by what was mainstream music played out. I hear you. Like that's some like that shit like Tootsie slide, like no disrespect to Drake, but that's some bullshit right now. That's not yeah, what people like, want to hear. I don't want to hear that shit. Hey, uh, that's why I mentioned baby. in the group chat the other day. I was like, "Yeah, putting out y'all can put out music all you want, but if it ain't about the cause, if it ain't pertaining to what's going on, it's not gonna get no love." Yeah, Ooh, baby, it don't mean dropped something yesterday. It's called the bigger picture. I, everybody needs to go hear that. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna check that's that out. Yeah, I need to hear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the little baby, little baby just dropped that. That's what we need right now. Exactly, one hundred percent. Yeah. I like Man, that. Like Drake Mill too. Hey. That Meek Mill opposite of what was it? Opposite side of America. Oh, yeah, I heard. Uh -huh. I heard that. Yeah, that was hard. That was hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Because a part about part of part of being an artist is part of staying with the trends in time, and you got to speak on what's the time. And so, if you can enlighten people on what's the time, that's your platform as an artist, and you need to use it. So, yeah. the artists who are doing it, who are staying mainstream, I just don't got respect for them right now. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, the best artists, the best artists, was the ones that they foreseen this. You know what I mean? They they seen it before it even happened. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, you now, that's know. why you can listen Hot, to Tupac Hot. right now. That's why you can and listen to Rory Hill right now. That's why you can <laughs> listen to Bob Marley right now. That's no, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like Tupac was a way in front of, ahead of his time. That's why they knocked him off. He was saying all this yeah, shit bro. from the beginning. A long time ago. A long time ago. I had to play. They you don't give a fuck about up. us for my kids it's the other day. <laughs> Straight up. Exactly. 100%, Trey. 100%. It's a yeah, biological yeah. warfare when it comes to the black man. The white man wants to see this. This is what they'll do. Let's make this nigga famous. Let's bring mm -hmm. him up. Let's take him out the hood. Because then once we take him out the hood and he thinks he's one of us, he becomes neutral. He doesn't He doesn't yep. start fighting for people again because he's like, I'm good. I got money. I'm neutral. I don't. I'm good. I did my fight. And so that's yeah, what they did. They knocked yeah. Pac off because Pac got rich and he was still with that. Nah, nigga, we still got to get this black stuff. He yeah. used his platform. And, and it's a lot. D-Black, I agree with you on that, bro, because I just thought about Terry Crews. Like, uh, everybody remember yeah, uh, yeah, everybody yeah. hates yeah. Chris. Like those two, Terry Crews, who was the dad on the show, and then dude who played Chris, Chris Wright, right? The young right. dude. They was going at it the other day because, like, mm -hmm. Terry Crews mm -hmm. trying to play both sides. Bro. Both sides. Both right sides. now, it ain't no both sides. It it's not, no bro. It's, it's one side. That's why, like, They're I'm loving what we're saying. Like, everybody that's out here protesting who's not black, I'm loving it because you're on the right side of the fence. So you got to think, bro. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, he's basically just getting at Terry Crews. Like, bro, don't play both sides of the fence. Like, either you with the cause or you're not. Like, it ain't no, it ain't no, it ain't no, yeah, but, you know what I mean? It's none and this of that is why right I now. brought up Black America, bro, because there's such an attack on us since the since the day of time, bro. There's such an attack on us genetically, um, mm -hmm. mentally, and physically, bro. Um, and that's one of them. Being, we're having neutral niggas. We're having niggas who are, but they're neutral, like Terry Crews. They feel yeah. like they should play both sides. And By so the that's way, one uh, way John, they Henry, John Henry was garbage on Netflix. I watched that the other day. It was trash. That <laughs> shit was garbage, bro. I don't even know why I wasted my time. That nigga was Bob the Builder that can fight. <laughs> That's all he was. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that nigga was wrecking around. Who brings a hammer to a gunfight in South Central? Come on, bro. <laughs> Do you see Ludacris's face on it? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was dumb, bro. That hey, was um, did y'all see Jack Carlo's freestyle? About what? I don't anybody. Uh, well, he just did it. Uh, everything going on right now with the movement, the BLM movement, everything. And I know he a white boy, but he did go crazy on that. And he is well aware of everything. Um, that's what's it's up. called I'm Army not, Way Freestyle. I'm, I'm, that's what's up. I'm not going to knock any any white boy or any white person that's standing up for us because at yeah. the end of the day, we all come from black people and we all brothers, right? Yeah. yeah. It made me respect him more. I, I haven't after seen it, bro. I love, yeah. But I love hearing shit like that. I'm going to go watch it. No, not your eye. Your ear. With with all the rappers that are out there though, like 
I'm, I'm more of a fan. I grew up on like hieroglyphics, um, souls of mischief, you know, uh, the living legends, dilated peoples, like just really more of like a conscious, like really like trying to were, make a yeah, difference. Conscious, conscious, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why do you think that the, the mainstream music does get, you know, all the play and all of the, the publicity where I feel like sometimes the message isn't as, as deep as some of the music that I've grown up listening to. Um, why, why is there such a big disparity between the mainstream rappers like some of these well, these idiots out here it. that can get millions of views? What, think about it. What time, What when did your rappers that you listened to came out? Late 90s, early 2000s, some in the 80s. You know? Some in the 80s, right? Think about the time when black people really stood together and we were progressing. It was the 70s and the 80s, right after segregation. We had, we had the, we had, a huge economic jump, yeah, right? Late 60s, late 60s, Black Panthers, late 60s. Late 60s, mm -hmm. right? We was putting out protest music. We was putting out conscious music. We was putting out everything to make us elevate. What did the white man do? Oh, hell no. Let's get some of this gangster shit going. Let's get some of this kill nigga shit, That's this drug shit going. That's when they flooded the hoods of crack. Yeah, yeah. flooded the hoods. We can't, if they progress, bro, it's going to be like ancient Egypt. Well, not even ancient Egypt, ancient Hiccup 2 way back in the day when they were running everything, bro. And that's what they don't want. Because if we start to self-realize, if we start to self-love, if we start to self-educate, we'll stop self-destructing. Facts. Yeah. Now those those artists are controlled now too. Because they, exactly. they felt like they could capitalize off, off the rap music once they once they mm -hmm. caught high and see, okay, these dudes, they, they got an audience, you know what I mean? So we gonna latch on, we gonna use them to control people. Keep it real. I don't I feel like Meek Mill, if he keeps doing what he's doing, I feel like he's gonna be like he's gonna be like Tupac. They're gonna come and try to come get after him. He could oh, be, yeah. bro. You, you, did you know about the work that Kobe was doing? Kobe was putting uh, in work for the black community, and nobody knows that. And that's why they knocked his ass off. I don't think that all of a sudden uh, these helicopters just did that. Hell no, nah, bro. Bro, he flew that helicopter every day, bro. You going to tell me a problem with that helicopter, bro? Come on, dog. Yeah, there's something yeah. behind that. Well, same thing they did with Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King didn't die from the shot. He died in a hospital. They JB, 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 right. actually uh, he, JB actually uh -huh. told me he got smothered, I heard, in the hospital. Yeah. That's crazy. And hey, we don't run that in school. That's the crazy part. <laughs> hey, beautiful. Hey, hi. Hey, yo, so, hey, so I do, I also want to touch on, uh, I, we got two more topics to touch on real quick. Real quick, I want to touch on, like, the N-word, all right? Like, when is the N-word acceptable? You know, when, where, who, you know, who is this, who can say this word? You know what I mean? Like, what? What do y'all think? And I'll start it off because the reason I brought this up is because I put a Facebook post the other day of one of my videos and uh, I was rapping and uh, my boy posted it. My boy, Ryan Richardson, he used to play basketball for Weber State. He posted a video and some guy commented on it and he was just like, he was just like, it's a white guy, it's a Caucasian guy. He was like, oh. he was like, it's crazy that uh, it's okay for him to say the N word so many times. And I just thought, I had to think about it for a second, like, hmm. I can't get, you can't get too 
too mad. You can never get too mad. I'm happy to do listen to it, and I got a view from it. You feel me? <laughs> so, mm -hmm. um, but for real though, like, when is that word acceptable to y'all? It's not like it'll never be. Never. 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 Ever. Hey, but, I feel hey, like I'll I can be, say. Nigga. Let me tell you why. Yeah. When you suppress a race for four hundred years. And we have the ability to take a derogatory turn and flip it, and it can be so universal. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You can't use that word because at first you use it as derogatory. Exactly. I agree. Now That's I was your nigger. Now all of a sudden I'm your nigger? Nah, bro. Nah. It don't work like that. <laughs> nah. work like that. So my first thoughts was like, my first thoughts was like, I can say it. Do you want to say it? Is that why you're mad? Do you want to say that word? Like. I'm going to be real too. With white people, with, with white people, I feel like they feel like they always got to feel a part of something. Yeah. So just because they see us, they feel like it's okay for them to do it, but no, it's not okay. If another nigga came to me that ain't my nigga, and you know, I feel some type of way because I'm going to be like, hold up, you know what I'm saying? Who you talking to? It's just yeah. like I can play around and curse my partners out. But if somebody that I don't know come curse me out, it's gonna be a problem. So it's just yeah. the same situation. It's almost, but, it's but almost like, like nobody. What you about to say, Black? I was about to agree with you. It's almost like they're mocking us. It's like they're yeah. making a mockery. They're making a mockery of us, dog. Mm -hmm. It's almost it's like you like, use this word, now all of a sudden you're cool with it and now you wanna be down. No, nah, yeah. bro. Nah, nah. We have just, stolen legacy. You've stolen our legacy ever since e Egypt time, bro. And right, all yeah. of a sudden, we're trying. You're trying to negotiate on the terms of the N word. Yeah, yeah. it's the thing about black people, bro. It's crazy. Black people has always have always the bad in terms of the right. Good. Yeah, that's right. When they gave us, <laughs> they didn't want to eat. We turned that shit around. Now niggas still eat chitlins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you get Man. Man. Nigga, that nigga use every inch of the pig. Yeah, <laughs> y'all got that swan over there. You, you got to stay away from that swan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't eat that shit. I don't eat, yeah. that shit. That shit I don't eat pork now, but it's just, it's just, just, it's just the point that shows you that they it's always, the we've yeah, always had the bad handle of a spoon, and we always turned it around and, and, and made it into something positive. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Man, yeah. we can take something, we can take that and make it a something. Hey, but oh, go ahead, Tayo, go ahead. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be completely honest right now. So. My experiences with the N-word, I'm gonna explain my story pretty much. So, you know, growing up in the Bay, I think, yeah, Trey and Mook, you can attest to this, that, you know, kind of everybody use a word, no matter what you are. Yeah. And like, just being uneducated, you know, I grew up saying it. And like, as I left and I grew up and I got more educated on the word and its roots, I realized like, yeah, this ain't a good word to say whatsoever. So, as I ended up moving on to Michigan and everything, you know, I realized that racism, you know, is a very real thing. They still use the animal with a hard R, you know, in a derogatory way, just just because. And it, it's crazy to see, and you hate to see it, but it's still around. And that was something I, I was naive to. So I think just the education and all of it for a lot of people is very important. And, you know, I think it's, the only people that should be saying, you know, African-Americans, or just, Black people at the end of the day, because 
if you're any other ethnicity saying it, it's just not right. Like you shouldn't be yeah. like there shouldn't be no ifs, ands, or buts, in my opinion. You're right. That's true. That's true. I agree. And it's just it's just crazy, like to what Teo said, like if me and Teo was having a normal conversation and he said it, I probably would it probably wouldn't even hit me. You know what I mean? Because like mm-hmm. if you go to the Bay Area, like you know, where me, Trey, and Teo from. We got a lot of Filipino friends, bro. Like Filipinos, just like us. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mexicans, Polynesians, all that. Like you yeah. go there, you, you one of those guys will be talking to me, and I'll hear them say it, and it won't even. I won't even think twice about it. You know what I mean? Which yeah. isn't saying, which isn't saying that it's okay, but it, also they're not using it in a derogatory way. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's my yes. friend. So I'm not looking at it like that. And I'm not saying that that's like that's like it's right for them to say it either, but like I'm just saying personally, like when I hear one of my friends like like a Teo, you know what I mean, say it, then it, it, it don't have that same like that degrading meaning, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, with me, we cut from the same cloth. Yeah, with me, fact. I come from the south. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's, if you yeah, ain't black, you not using <laughs> it. I don't care how many yeah. black friends you got. I don't care if you raise. So for me, that's part of me hearing people that's not black. That it still bothers me to this day. Even some you know what I'm saying? people I'm cool with, they say, and it bothers me because when back home, it's that's not slide. Soon, yeah. soon, at all. That's 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 you know what I'm saying? That's real true. That's <laughs> Baby, I, I will that's say I can't. Man, I, I, res- I respect your perspective because I, I would definitely say I can't agree with the South. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I didn't grow up in the South. I've been to the South a lot. I love the South. But you definitely got a different view than, you know, somebody like me from California. You know what I mean? Because yeah, nah, I ain't going to lie. I got the same view, too. You probably do. But you probably what do. What about but you, man? The thing what is, like, bro, like, racism has it, – it, it's kind of calmed down. I'm saying just a little bit. Just a little bit. Like, let's say California – like growing up in the Bay, yes, we definitely, we definitely, you know, saw racism, but I guarantee it ain't nothing like the South. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 What you, what, so, what you think about Matt? What you think about it? So, D, for me, it's more, and and once again, I'm only gonna speak from the white perspective because I'm not gonna be opinionated about things that I shouldn't really be opinionated about, and I should I should support. Um, no, 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 bro. Say, but, here's the thing: if 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 white people and black people, Mexican people and Chinese people had conversations where we were just honest and real, and nobody got their feelings into it, and not judging, you're white, so you can't say that. No, that's bullshit. We're all human. We're all so, ra- we're all one race. For, Speak your mind. You know what I mean, bro? For me, it's if, about the difference. It's the difference between solidarity and solidarity in tandem, right? right. So, like. I show solidarity. Like I'm going to stand and support, uh, you know, my people. And I feel like my people are cut from all sorts of different cloths with how I grew up and how I was raised. So I'm going to support my people, but I'm going to be conscious of how I support because I can't always support in tandem. You know what I mean? And and so where you guys may have somebody who is of a different race that that may say that, but they may, you know, they say things and, and, and you said cut from the same cloth. So that's like that solidarity in tandem. Whereas a, a white person, regardless of what I've been through in my life, like I still have enjoyed just, uh, and, and really it's been eye-opening for years, but a lot more recently, 
to the, the, the idea of privilege and, and being able to accept how it's played a part in my life. And so uh, while I still stand in solidarity, I can't stand in solidarity in tandem. I can't say just because I may get judged for um, some things to do with my looks. A lot of those are, are decisions. They're, they're things that are changeable. They're, you know, it's not something that is on an everyday basis. Um, you know, I was telling Mook a while back that, uh, and, and I think you too, D, we had this conversation last year, like I, for a long time, I chose to just ignore race. And I didn't realize like what a privileged position that was to be in to where I, I could just ignore things. Um, right. and, and so those are some of the things that are just inherent in, in where I can't stand in solidarity. So, uh, and, and just to be honest, because I want to have open, honest conversations. I don't want to be part of, of the problem. I want to be part of the solution. You know, in my younger days, because of you know, the music I grew up listening to and everything else, uh, you know, not not outwardly in conversation, but I may be listening to something in the car and I'm just going, you know what yeah. I mean? And I'm not right. editing myself, I'm not doing anything, but, and you know. And here's what fucks me up about shit. White people will come support your black ass. They'll go, they'll drive to Las Vegas, they'll buy your concert tickets, they'll make sure they'll buy your sweater that day. If you, if, <laughs> if you like their sister, they'll give them to you. White people will do all that. They just won't get up and support you. Niggas won't get up and go do the littlest thing for you. Nope. And and sometimes I get conflicted because I'm like, I understand when you say, nigga, you're singing my song and you love it. You you love the culture. You love it. And I love that you love it. So that sometimes I want to give you a pass because then we got niggas that don't even support us. We got our own people that don't even care whether we do this or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Just just had that conversation with somebody this week. That same conversation. So yeah, bro, I feel you. Like yeah. Matt, don't feel bad. Like it, it, it's conflicting for both sides, bro. It's very conflicting for both sides. No, I think in 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 definitely we're gonna get more into this in the next next subject. But uh, I definitely don't feel bad. I think that there's a lot of people that feel bad, and and there's a, a big difference between being able to reflect on something and and take responsibility and acceptance and and promise to do better. Um, it, when when they're honest mistakes, right? If it's something that's with the character or fabric of your being, um, you know that's not so excusable. But, right. but to, right. to come from a good place and and you know to not be as educated because I I grew up in Utah until I was you know 23, 24, and I traveled the whole country and I've been everywhere besides Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii, knocking on doors in every neighborhood, all over the South, all through the Northeast, everywhere. And I, I've seen a lot of things and it gives me a unique perspective, but um, to, to, to look at it in retrospect, I'm able to be like, no, because there's so many other things that I can substitute and still be just as into the music and right. just be, be just as solid with right. um, okay. a community that I view it, it largely. I view the, 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 the community that grew up with, I grew up in Section 8 housing. I grew up with, you know, a lot of disadvantages as well. And so I view, I, I just see similarities and I, I'm able to gravitate towards things that I feel like I can relate to. But obviously right. there's pieces of the music I can't relate to. Um, you know, like I was just saying earlier, having to play They Don't Give a Fuck About Us for my kids. And how I, I've heard that song for years throughout my life. But to play that for my kids and like getting goosebumps and tearing up because it's more relevant now than it's ever been, and even though I can identify with a lot of things, I can't identify with like the concepts on that song. I can I can try to view them and try to use it to 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 drive my perspective of what it's like. But at the end of the day, I can't honestly walk in those shoes. 
So, all right. All right. I, I feel you, bro. I feel you. Hey, and that so, makes sense, too. Go ahead. So, hey, I want to get into the last topic of the day. Um, so, the last topic of the day I want to talk about is white guilt. Like, what y'all think about white guilt? Like, I mean, you got to understand, bro, white guilt comes from over 400 years of slavery. Then it comes from the 100 years they tried to rewrite history. Mm-hmm. You got to think. Um, everything that they got the came from ancient period. Egypt. The Renaissance period. That's right. The, that's the third period. The not the, they, like, they changed mm-hmm. images and all that shit. All of that. And that was done by a guy named George Reisenhower. Reisen. He was funded mm-hmm. by uh, D. Rockefeller. And they were funded to go to Africa and annihilate everything, delete all the so is that why is that why we see like the noses and stuff knocked off of like all absolutely no that's why you see the holy family that's why you see the holy family that that last supper that's why you see all of them white in the bible all them is dark men yeah absolutely but no absolutely too that's the reason why you don't see you don't see uh you don't see uh the egypts with their wide noses you don't see that absolutely yeah that's he was paid to do that. That's crazy. Shakespeare, black. But I feel like with the white guilt, it's two sides, though. You got two sides. Because, you know, yeah. you got the, the white guilt of people who, like, actually feel remorseful for this shit. And they 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 they, 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 under, they, they start to see and understand this shit. And then you got the other side with people. They, they, they feel that guilt, so they back against the wall. So they're like, fuck all that. I ain't about to conform to this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Man. You know what I'm saying? That's so just like, like you got two sides of the guilt. Yeah, got the that's, just like, that's just like your boy you had the conversation with the other day, JB. Yeah. Was he, um, he was quick to find, find you know, he was quick to find. Excuse. Yeah, he's trying to find an excuse for everything, you know what I'm saying? And he's trying to make it seem like what we went through, Nobody, it, it's not like nobody else went through that, but, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Trying to belittle the shit that has gone on to the black people in, in this world, bro. Mm-hmm. You got to end. And part of it is too, bro, like, you can't be necessarily so mad at the white people because they're doing it for survival. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but white people are dying faster. Their babies are being less born. We're seeing more and less, like, in reality, white people are minorities. Hey, honestly, so, that, that is true, though, because they below so, the death rate or the, uh, the birth and the death rate. They below that. Yeah, bro. And so, so they're like, acting and somebody and dies, we, somebody should be born. And we can't and we can't necessarily if we look at this as a game of chess, we can't necessarily be mad at the way they're playing. Now, are they now are they playing fair? No, but they're playing for survival, bro. And that brings up genetic annihilation. If you have sex with a white guy or a black guy has sex with a white girl, that baby comes out looking what? Black. 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 And so right now, they're just trying to keep their race survive, bro. So part of that guilt is part of them playing the game. That's why I said that to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the white white guilt shit, man, it's it's just crazy because, like, like I don't, I don't want you to come up to me and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I'm so sorry for how." We <laughs> yeah, did. me either. What, what I like, yeah. to see, what I like to see right now is like, what the fuck is going on with these protests? Like, you see, white people, Mexican people, Polynesian people, Chinese people. That's what I want. Right. I don't need no. Yeah, policy. I want to see exactly. Companies. I want to see more Companies. people like Matt 
action. In conversation. I want to see action. I don't want this. Yeah, yeah I don't want this. No. I'm sorry. No, we want to see some change. We want to see change. And we want to see more, like I said, we want to see more people like Matt that ha that's brave enough to hop in a conversation yeah. with 10 black men and say, you know what, bro? How can we fix it? This is how I feel. Yeah. This is what we do. The more we have conversations like this, the more we become one. Right. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Facts. And then, hey, what y'all think about Roger Goodell right now? Like, is that is that Ooh. white guilt? Like, what is, what's that? That's so, white guilt. That's bullshit. That's hey, white guilt. Bullshit. So let me bring, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So look, look, look. So it's like really feeling sorry, or is it money? Because money. If, money, I lose, money. if I lose, if I lose my Odell Beckham's, you know what I mean? Like everybody, like most the majority of the athletes in the NFL and the NBA are black, right? Yeah. By the way, I feel like Adam Silver is probably the best commissioner right right now of how he's handling the league. Um, Roger Goodell, I'm I'm a little confused right now. Like, is it money or is it being sorry? Are you worried about what your black athletes are gonna do? Or are you yeah. really are you really Brett, sorry? It's just like it's just like um me and my homeboy fall out about some shit and I'll be like, man, fuck him. But yeah. then he hit the lotto. <laughs> you hit the lotto. <laughs> we doing I'm like, damn. Yeah, doing I'm like, man, that. bro, you know you're my boy, man. I apologize. Man, I miss <laughs> exactly. And to touch on what Mook said, and to touch on what Mook said, he said, is he sorry to about what he what the because he's scared of what the player's gonna do? Or is he genuinely sorry? I think he's sorry of what the because he's scared of what the player's gonna do. Because if he was genuinely sorry. He would have sent the letter directly to Kaepernick. Exactly. Oh, yep. Directly yep. to Kaepernick. Mm. He would have sent it like, you know what, bro? I fucked up and you were standing there. And don't just send out a whole wide league. That's the pussiest way to do it. I'm just going to yeah, send out yeah. a vague apology. Yeah. yeah. What are you really attacking? What are you really changing? What is he He's doing? He's like, it's okay, niggas. I'll I, I, I take care of y'all. Y'all good on my conversation. Yeah. I, think, I think the more interesting thing about when, when Kaepernick's a portion of the protest started because you know that was building upon the 2014 Ferguson and Mike Brown and everything else yeah, that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. When, when he jumped in and got active with it, uh, I, I just found it interesting that for since the beginning of time, uh, kneeling has been a sign of reverence. Um, yeah. So whether it was people kneeling in front of their king, whether it was right. people kneeling to be knighted, whether you're kneeling in prayer, um, that every religion does uh, equally. Mm -hmm. Kneeling has always been that that position of reverence. It's always been something that's that's respectful. Um, but as soon as you have somebody kneeling who people are uncomfortable with the, the subject matter, you know, what he's, he's trying to call attention to kneeling all of a sudden turned into something that was so disrespectful and it's, it's so disrespectful, but it's since the beginning of time has been reverent. Right. And then when he, when he, he, did, did, he, when he was me, or Hello? He did, did that happen to y'all? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, sir. But when when he talking. was when you know when he was me, they wanted to blow it out of proportion. They they wanted to say, oh, he's disrespecting the flag. This is not what we're actually. We're not trying to disrespect any flag. We're trying to get our what we have across. It's not about the flag. No, none of that. And somebody, I think it was Moot. You told me, and you told me um, it wasn't even him. Hey, can y'all hear us? Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, but uh, I think it was, it was you, you, you told me he um, it wasn't even his idea to kneel. It was from right. a vet 
It was from yeah. our bed because facts. Back in the boy. He was sitting down. Yeah. He was he was sitting down. Yeah, let's just get off the car. Like more than kneeling, you know what I'm saying? You was breaking up. Who me? Say it, go, go ahead, JB. Say it again. I said that, yeah, it was from a vet because at first he was sitting down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then once he talked to the vet, he started kneeling, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So. Yeah. And the, yeah. the vet understood him, too. And Exactly. Like, he took and from the jump, too. Yeah. From the jump, I was, like, once he did it, I realized exactly why he was doing it. And yeah. the thing I was most surprised about was the – was how people didn't defend what he was doing, exactly. you know, and that was just crazy to think about. You know, it caused a big separation in, um, you know, in our country, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. once again, and our president didn't make it easier, you know, once again. So, yeah. yeah, the fact that people, you know, are just still defending racism, police brutality, you know, everything like that, and try to scapegoat it with something else like patriot, mm -hmm. uh, patriotism. You know, yeah. the disrespecting the flag and the veterans exactly. and all that. And, yeah. you know, it's just crazy. Um, it's still crazy to think about that, how that's still being defended. And, you know, what, I just... So what you think about Drew Brees? How you think that's going to go down? <laughs> so, I'm but, take, I mean, my, yeah. My thoughts on Drew Brees is Buddy was Buddy was not... He was not thinking when he made that speech. He, mm -hmm. That was the most... It was the dumbest thing he could have said. He said it at the wrong time. People probably time. would have looked at it different if he would have said that right when Colin Kaepernick was, was standing. Like, people would probably mm -hmm. look at it different. But the thing is, bro, you chose the wrong time, bro. Yeah. Because you got everybody, the majority of the people are all on one side right now. Exactly. Bro, you're on the opposite side of the fence saying the wrong shit. Bro, your favorite, your best receiver is black, bro. Majority of Hell your teammates yeah. are black, bro. You know what I mean? Back. And, uh, yeah. One thing about sports is everybody comes together. Sports, sports and music exactly. brings everybody together. Drew, you cannot say the wrong shit, bro. You're an icon. You can't say the wrong shit. Now, as an offensive lineman, I'm going to let your ass get sacked the next time. First play of the season. Mm -hmm. Don't get his ass. Nigga, <laughs> yeah. I almost broke my controller trying to hit stick his ass. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like, I, I feel like as an icon, you have to, you always have to say the right shit because everything is picked apart. Everything is picked mm -hmm. apart. Drew Brees thought he was saying the right shit. He yeah. wasn't. He was saying the yeah. wrong shit. Hey, but so he speaks on behalf of a lot of people, though. That's, yeah, that's he did, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, he did? that's yeah. a serious thing. Yeah. You're right. You're right, Tail, because there's a lot of people that agree with him. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. And that just shows the ignorance. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Of of the ignorance of where we're at is just as people like we should all know this isn't disrespecting our soldiers. So if you talk to our soldiers, they're they're fighting for freedom. They liberal freedoms that we have. Mm-hmm. Facts, I man. I think it's important that we uh we bring Candace in next time and make sure she has a talk uh um you know, have some time to speak because she is but, active in the Air Force. She has been dealing with a lot of Absolutely. We got a vet in here right now. What you mean? Yeah, Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That, whole, right now. that whole thing, I never felt – oh, you good. I never felt no kind of way when that, the whole kneeling thing was a was a big thing. Never. Yeah. None, of, none, of the, none of the people I was active with, none of them, none of them they all thought it was good. That's, that's what we protected. 
You, that's mm-hmm. your right. You know yeah. what I mean? That's your right. You know, so that, I, I, yeah, I think I think it's all good. Billy has always been seen about that. Like, Emiling is very okay. passive. You're not. You're not holding your. Okay. Okay. and that's a passive way of doing. Yeah, I said. I definitely agree. Hey. Like I'm, I'm gonna be, mer- I'm gonna be more scared of somebody who's standing up than somebody who's taking the knee in front of me. You know what I mean? So oh, true that. It's totally, it's, it hey, y'all fun. know, y'all know the um the I forgot her name. She's a reporter, a white reporter, and she um shut up and dribble. The shut up and dribble lady. The shut, oh, the shut up yeah. and dribble lady. Bro. And so, bro. she she commented. She commented on that on LeBron. Everybody knows, shut up and dribble the basketball. That's what she said. So when Drew Brees said what he had to say about, you know, the whole thing that's going on, she said everyone has their opinions. That's crazy. Why didn't you say that that to LeBron? Exactly. Exactly. Fucking hypocrite. So it's just it's just a lot. I ain't gonna lie. Like I said, that all over too. Switched it. It's some white people. People that they they want to ha- they want to feel they want to feel a part of something. So whenever you whenever you you know tell them about what's going on with you, they want to tell you about what's going on with them just so they can feel good. Like you know what I'm saying? So they can feel mm-hmm. a part of some shit. That's yeah. what you just need to listen. That's what you need to people. listen. Just listen. That's what you need to listen, dog. You don't need to be talking. Yeah. About you right. you right. had a bad day. You had a flat tire. <laughs> okay, y'all had, goddamn it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, man, I not feel all like white people are bad though. Nah, no, nah, not all of them. Nah, it's some, it's some beautiful white people out here, dog. But it's some, it's some ugly. It's just like it's, it's beautiful colors in, in, in the whole world. But, yeah, it's some bad and it's some, yeah, yeah. Bad some ugly ass niggas too. Everything's good. It's some bad. Yeah, ones. straight up. Some ugly yeah. niggas. And everything. Yup, everything. Some bad niggas, that. Yup. Thanks, man. Yeah, so that's really like that. That's really like my last. You know, I think that's the last topic we need to we needed to touch on today. You know, what yes, I mean, sir. anybody else got anything they want to you know touch on before we get out of here today? Nah, man, y'all get on Amazon Prime and go look out out of the darkness. Everybody just be safe, man. I heard. I think I'm gonna check that out. I'm gonna check that out for sure. So, so yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I feel like this is, it's, a, it's a great. Yeah, everybody be All safe. Right. It's a great show. I like to thank everybody for uh, you know for having the input today, Matt. Thank you for joining us today and being our guest. Appreciate that, Matt. Yes, yeah, sir. Thanks for Matt. letting me be a part of the conversation. I appreciate you guys. Yes, sir. Episode one, right here, everybody. The Vision, the Vision Podcast. We got episode two coming to you soon. Peace out. Peace All right, out. peace out. All right. Peace out.